Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If you've bumped into any of my neighbours over the last couple of days, and if on bumping into them, they asked you if you knew why I looked a little bit bleary-eyed, perhaps a little bit frayed on Sunday, it was for the very valid reason, you can tell them, that I began work um, at 1pm on Saturday and finished about 10 past three in the morning into Sunday. It was a very, very enjoyable day. Um, nearly 12 hours spent in La Liga Television Studios, which always brings real endorphin and adrenaline as you attempt to convey interesting things about the series of matches that are coming up as a preview. You attempt to answer all the questions that the two presenters, Jamie Easton and Phil Kutramalidis, ask you. You attempt to dovetail well with the the guest, who's usually, if I'm in, it'll be an ex-footballer of some scale, perhaps an ex-footballer and a, a current coach. You want to work as a team. I, I never want to be bland. I want to express my opinions or share the information I've gathered or the analysis, honestly, so that somebody asks me a question or if I think they're dodging a an important subject, I'll come out with it. But you you try not to, unless it becomes very heated, um, as it sometimes does with Kiki De Lucas. I'll let you figure out why. You try to not be tramping on the toes of the other guest, if possible. It doesn't mean that if they say something I strongly agree with, I won't point that out. But it's supposed to be a cohesive um, team piece of work that entertains and informs the viewing audience. Then a series of games will begin and it very much feels like um, a feast, which if you think about it in food terms, a feast can sometimes be too much. And if you're sitting watching a kickoff that comes at two o'clock, and then you get another one immediately after that, then another one immediately after that, and then the, the big game of the night after that. How many of you sit and watch four complete matches one after the other? Probably some of you do, but I, I know La Liga Gav does. But not, not many of you do, I would wager. And I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, it feels like... 
you've always got something new coming. You've got very, amidst those usually four games, that there are different styles. You get teams in different situations and therefore their attitude to a particular match will be governed by maybe desperation or ambition. And it's a very good education that across La Liga, even if you think that you can sum up what playing in La Liga should look like and feel like, there are very many individual players who paddle their own canoe. So it came to, on Saturday night, the Madrid derby, um, which was the tea time match. Um, hugely enjoyable. It's the subject of this column. And it was the reason I then, after having finished the co-commentary on Valencia against Real Sociedad, which I just felt privileged to be doing, it's a match which would easily be amongst the favourites that I've watched from any league all season. Valencia were absolutely fantastic. Not necessarily in terms of gigantic quality, because they're struggling. They have a team of hastily assembled young players, some of whom are on loan. Some of their best players are injured, Cavani and Gaia, to name two. Nico, I think, will now, between his return in a week or ten days, Nico can become very important and it can be a real baptism of fire for him to, to try and learn the things and show, demonstrate the things that Barcelona wanted to happen to him once he was out on loan. He's been injured, by the way. And Cavani and Gaia are big losses. But what happened was that Samuel Lino, a Brazilian who's on loan from Atletico Madrid, gave an utterly outstanding performance. To watch that from a young South American who belongs to another club and could easily, consciously or subconsciously, have said to himself, yeah, I'm going to just show on the edges of the battle here. I'm not going to lead. I'm not going to risk an ankle or knee injury by flailing into challenges. I'm going to be here, but I'm going to protect myself first. If you're alone from Atleti and itching to get back there while you're at the a relegation club on loan, that wouldn't have been admirable, but it would have been understandable. Instead, Lino was fantastic, but he was matched by almost every player in his squad because there were several substitutions. And Valencia dominated Real Sociedad, absolutely outboxed them, outworked them, cared more. Not only that, under their new coaching partnership of Ruben Baraja and Carlos Marchena, um, a league winner and a European Championship and World Cup winner, respectively, they played with flair. Mestalla gradually lost its grumbles. There were demonstrations against the ownership. Mestalla became volcanic. It was fucking magic. Back to the studio um, for what is an hour of analysis of the of the day gone by, and then sitting down to write. I'd focused on the Madrid derby because it, in its own way, was extremely dramatic. Madrid, frankly, didn't play all that well. And anybody who's an intermittent Madrid watcher, but who had tuned in on Tuesday night to watch that, what adjectives do you use beyond historic from Madrid's display at Anfield to go 2-0 down and win 5-2? Absurd performance. It was wonderful. Sorry, Liverpool fans, but I'm talking purely as a, an objective neutral watching football like that is 
It's why we all fall in love. Anyway, it was time to write, and I thought this was what I should write about for ESPNFC, whose fantastic website is full of very good reporters, and you should go to and use as your one-stop shop for football on the web. Anyway, this is what I wrote. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Football is a sport which lives and breathes heated polemic. Not necessarily sensible or even consistent views, emotions and reactions. And that no club is that more true than the ultra-successful, ultra-demanding Real Madrid. So, to drop two points against hated rivals Atletico, when Los Rojiblancos are playing with ten men in a week when Carlo Ancelotti's men have handed Liverpool a two-goal start and then thrashed them, thus massively raising expectations, is going to feel about as enjoyable as drinking a pint of warm, salty water. There will now be an absolute deluge of those heated, polemic, not necessarily sensible opinions bandied about until the next Clásico on Thursday takes over, with the main theme being that Los Blancos tossed the league away by dropping points to Cholo Simeone's increasingly robust team. First of all, nonsense. A point gap of this nature is uncomfortable for reigning champions, and it's a challenging tally to overhaul. But under no circumstances, with a series of three Clásicos moving onto the horizon, two where Madrid can inflict collateral damage to Barcelona's confidence in the semi-final of the Copa del Rey, and one in the league where they can cut the gap, under no circumstances is this title race decided. No way. Secondly, there was, amidst the baying noise, the polemic about a nonsensical red card for Ángel Correa, and the deflation at dropping points. But amidst all that, there was a true hallelujah moment for Los Blancos and their followers. The easiest way to describe it is to say that losing 1-0 to 10-man Atleti, 18-year-old, 6'4", Alvaro Rodriguez leapt prodigiously high 
to head home Luka Modric's cross and, in saving a point, became the second youngest scorer in Madrid's history behind the legendary Raul González Blanco. More of the mighty Raul in a moment. A good way to embroider that basic story is to say that last week, Alvaro already did a Messi. To explain, when Messi was a kid and about to score his first of <clears throat> 672 goals for... I have to read that again, and this is not a, f- a fluff. When Messi was a kid and about to score his first of 672 goals for Barcelona. I'm obviously coming out of the column here, listeners. What did the top scorer for your club score? (laughs) 672. Back to the plot. When Messi was a kid and about to score his first of 672 goals for Barcelona, he was brought on against Albacete in May 2005. Ronaldinho, remember him, produced a scooped flick of the ball. The teenage Argentinian, by then only a whisper of, of an emerging talent, ran onto the pass and beautifully lobbed the opposition keeper, Raul Valbuena. The linesman, Luis Bravo Mayor, incorrectly called the move offside. At that stage of the game, there were 18 seconds of normal time left. 30 seconds after being robbed of a debut goal, Messi is waiting in the same left-sided position. Ronaldinho wins the ball and produces the identical scooped and lofted pass to the little prodigy and Messi, almost from the same blade of grass, casually lobs Valbuena again. I was there and it was chutzpah incorporated. It was also the mega announcement of an arriving superstar. From that day until last week, La Liga hadn't seen anything similar. Until Alvaro made his debut for Ancelotti's reigning Spanish, European and world champions. Here's the scene. There are two minutes of normal time left at Osasuna. Madrid are holding on to a 1-0 lead. And the kid makes a beautifully timed run from his own half. Keeps diamond sharp concentration in not letting the moment get to him. Passes expertly to Vinicius. And it's 2-0. Except it's not. Valverde has touched Modric's pass while it was on its way to the 18-year-old substitute, rendering Alvaro's perfectly timed run imperfect and the goals disallowed. Imagine the sang-froid needed to produce an assist like that about 90 seconds after making your debut. Imagine the shock of cold reality when the referee disallows that same goal. Hundreds of promising emerging footballers would drop concentration. Their heads would have been full of white noise and frustration. However, about 70 seconds after the restart, Alvaro hunts down Osasuna's Unai Garcia, who's been dallying in possession. He robs him, looks up, and serves the perfect assist pass to Marco Asensio, who this time legitimately makes it 2-0. There's an undeniable correlation to the brilliance, the clear-mindedness, the intensity, the vision and the self-confidence of young Messi 18 years ago and the 18-year-old Uruguayan who's emerging from Madrid's ranks. But wait, there's much, much more to come. This prodigy, for that's what he is, has spent 26 minutes on the pitch in La Liga for Los Blancos and produced two brilliant assists, even if only one counted, and a goal. 
in 26 minutes. What's more, the goal against Aleti was absolutely shimmeringly beautiful. A towering, precise, unstoppable header. And here's the sauce in the story. He's really only been at Madrid for two and a half years. And where did they talent spot him? In Catalonia. This potentially phenomenal young striker was born in a lovely place called Palamos, which is up the coast from the city of Barcelona, and Alvaro was playing in Girona's youth system, also in Catalonia, when Madrid's scouts spotted him, packed him off to Los Blancos Valdebebas Youth Academy, and here we are. Nor am I using the powerful adjective about him being potentially phenomenal solely on the basis of brief explosive minutes in La Liga, plus half an hour in the Copa del Rey, because there are expert witnesses to call to the stand. Raúl, he's back, who like Álvaro made his scoring debut for Madrid in a derby against Atleti, has been the kids' coach for Madrid's Castilla, which is their B team. The legendary striker said a couple of days ago, I was watching Álvaro play for a juvenile B team, and he scored a goal in a way that I've not seen from anyone for absolutely ages. And it was on the basis of that finish alone that Raul promoted him directly past the next stage of his development and straight into the Castilla team. A great leap forward, which is about to be repeated. Because right after this disappointing derby draw, Ancelotti stated, Alvaro will be promoted directly to the first team next season. That followed the Italian ahead of the Osasuna win, announcing... Alvaro possesses things in his skill set which we don't have in our squad. I mean, seriously. Ancelotti is coaching the fabulously resourced Spanish, European and world champions. The Italian is infamously slow to use hyperbole. He has literally seen everything as a player for Roma, AC Milan or a coach at Parma, Juve, Milan, Madrid, Chelsea, Bayern and PSG. But he's willing to say publicly that this lanky, little-known, but startlingly good Catalan possesses characteristics that Benzema, Vinicius and Rodrigo simply don't have. Now, that is praise. Except, as I said before, Alvaro's not 100% Catalan. Born that one-hour drive north of Barcelona and educated in Catalonia, he qualifies to play for Spain and has done so at youth level. However, his dad is a proud Uruguayan ex-professional footballer, and thus, Alvaro recently starred for Los Charruas in the South American Under-20 Championships, where his five goals took them to a second place as beaten finalists against Brazil. You can bet your bottom dollar that the Spanish FA are conjuring up a myriad of arguments to try and persuade this super kid to change his mind, which he can still do, and play for La Roja at senior level. They tried it with Messi, <laughs> without much luck. Now, even in light of a painful derby result, if you look closely at the age profile of how Madrid sign or develop, I would contend it's pretty startling. Alvaro joins the recent production line of Vinicius, Valverde, Rodrigo, Camavinga, Chomeni, Arribas, all of whom have won major trophies for the club, and the oldest of whom just turned 25, 
but the majority are in their early 20s. Do not, under any circumstances, rule out this Spanish-born, potentially Uruguayan international being given time to run at an established Uruguayan national team star, Ronald Araujo, this Thursday, when the classical Copa del Rey semi-final first leg is played. Meantime, if you've not seen Alvaro's assists last week, or his magnificent header against Atleti, go seek them out now. I order you. This kid is, without any question, very special. And as a footnote, I was enjoying the schadenfreude that Madrid will have been enjoying at Barcelona's expense. The fact that this kid should, without question, have graduated from Girona to FC Barcelona because he lived so nearby, because scouting him would have been simple. What transpires is that Barcelona knew about him, that Girona made the kid a very big offer to stay, but both Alvaro and his dad are outright Madridistas, said no to anybody else and would have run from Catalonia, the seven-hour car journey, all the way to Valdebebas to sign for Madrid. And boy, was that a day of good business for Real Madrid. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.